What is going on, Headliner Nation? Welcome back to the Fantasy Headliners Podcast. It's Jake, and we got a full house again tonight uh, to just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Because to be honest, there's not a whole lot of NFL stuff going on, but I do want to make sure that I take a quick second here at the start of the show to pay some respects to you know Dwayne Haskins, his family, the loss of that young man here this past week. It is definitely, it, it's hard to hear. I mean, somebody so young, um, it, it just kind of goes to show you, right? I mean, you're not, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Make sure you take the time to, to tell your loved ones you love them. Don't miss out on one of those opportunities. But, uh, you know, we want to have an open forum here. Like we've, we've talked about the Monday show is not just always football. Sure, we'll probably talk football and it kind of revolves around our entire life. But I got Kyle, I got Ethan, and I got Mac in the house tonight to just talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Now, before the show started, Ethan started to ask us a question saying he had a topic for debate. So because Ethan carries so much weight around this company, figuratively, <laughs> not literally. Are you calling me fat? Nope, that's just a figure of speech. Uh, I thought about that in about mid-sentence. I'm like, he's totally going to take this the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said that you had a, a, a topic of debate for us. So what, why don't you kick off the show, Ethan? Uh, with asking us whatever it is that is this this burning debate right now. Well, uh, and I I may, but I can't call you fat because you and I are both big boned. See, here's the thing, Jake, is we're talking about being fat, and that leads right into this debate. <laughs> oh, perfect. In the clinic all week, I've been asking all of my clients, uh, if you had to choose one, you only get one. Little Debbie or Hostess snack cake? Oh, I think this is a great question. Which one are you ride or, ride or die with? Okay. And yes, it doesn't help that Jake introduced me as a little fat kid right here, because <laughs> this is definitely a debate that every little fat kid has had at some point. But I want to know, you boys, I'll answer last because I was the question asker. Uh, who are you, what, what Little Debbie cake? Or hostess, we're not going to brand loyalty this. Whatever snack cake is your favorite, I want to know who you're going with. Who do you want to go first? Don't choose me, though, because I have to – I don't know my, if mine is Little Debbie or hostess, so I'm Googling it well, right now. Well, it doesn't matter. That's the whole point of – I know, but I want to make sure it's one of them. Oh, I mean well, – I mean, it could be any snack cake, I guess, but most people are going to fall under the one of those two. I feel like the Cosmic Brownie is just like, boom. Like, that's like – consistency right there in terms of these snack cakes but i think there's one very underutilized snack cakes that many people don't think about but is one of my favorites and i'll i'll just rub my face in between them all right mm -hmm. give me those strawberry like cream rolls do you know which ones i'm talking about like they look like swiss rolls but they're they're like swiss cake. rolls but it's got like strawberries and cream in it know exactly yeah. what you're talking about i'll yeah, we, i will stick dude, my you're talking room that, dude. we, we all, know all know exactly what yeah you're we know dude, <laughs> rip Kyle, it out you're talking to the fat guy army over here we know all right we I know feel like what it's i feel like are. it doesn't get enough love in the debbie hostess arena so good though but are you still going with cosmic brownies no, I would go with those over Cosmic Brownies. I was just saying Cosmic really? Brownies is like okay. consistent. Like you could always have a Cosmic Brownie and you're like, that hit the spot. That was good the, right there. The thing is, is I feel like Cosmic Brownie doesn't really know what it is because it's it a cake. Is it a brownie? It calls itself a brownie, but it tastes more like a cake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it it is, but that's kind of I mean, like cosmic any confusion. Of it, it's literally all it is is just I mean, everything you pull out of there is just like flour and sugar with some you know different colors and flavorings. I mean, I feel you. I I would say that those little like chocolate chip colored looking things that they put to make it cosmic, mm-hmm. those things are fire by themselves. Like, I've never eaten I'm one. Glad by they don't itself. sell those on the shelf because I'd buy a. Whole you pick bag them of off those. and eat them. No, I wait a second. Don't answer. I know exactly what he does. He eats the brownie, and then the ones that fall off into the container, he like pours them into his mouth. Mm. That's totally what you don't lie. I know. Perfect. I know you do that. Hang I on. was picturing even like eating the top of the brownie. Like, I didn't judge any of you guys for being fat, <laughs> but now I'm starting to feel like I'm getting picked on. No, not at all. Because I know I know you do that because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, we know, Jake. We know, Mac. What about you, man? You got a favorite snack cake? I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, look at me. I, I, I love them all. But here's the thing. It, it's in the hostess family. It's the chocolate donuts. Uh, the donuts. Oh, the donuts. Yes. Oh, yes. That. Oh, yeah. Listen, man. Chocolate could, covered donuts. That's a road trip staple. Indeed. I'm a I little mean, bit surprised. It, I thought it, Mac was going to say zebra cakes because he loves himself a little bit of chocolate and vanilla at the same time. Ooh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I don't think he's going to have a problem accepting them if you're going to offer them. Exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation, Kyle. <laughs> That's our next topic that we'll talk about. Uh, a different kind of snack. Okay, now I know as soon as I say this, y'all going to get that look on your face like, I can't believe this dude just said this because it's kind of, it's somewhat maybe embarrassing. You're going to say oatmeal cream pie, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to super judge you. No, I, I'm now don't get me wrong. I like me some oatmeal cream pies, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever had snowballs? Yes. Oh my God. Jake. Do like the, the chocolate cake inside with the cream filling, then it's covered in like the coconut marshmallow yeah, stuff. I was going to say it's like a marshmallow yeah. on the outside, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I, I, I love a those. Snowball? Things. Dude, oh they're my. so good. Dude, snowball may be the worst answer i've heard all week why is it the worst you are snowballs are terrible no they're snowballs not weren't even mentioned this week in the well class. that just tells you how in you know inexperienced the people that you're asking are what i mean kind of backwoods snowballs dude Ugh. you don't even like them they don't even look good do they what look do you amazing? mean they don't look good you are are we talking about the same thing here Dude, I'm what looking, color are they? Ethan? I'm literally looking at a snowball right now. It's Where, the worst looking thing. I've ever what seen. color is it? Well, sometimes they're pink. Yeah, most of the time, yes, and then they do have white ones as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, they're not. Bleh, no what way. are you talking a about? Snowball, Mac, Mac, guys. You got my back with the snowballs, Mac. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, look at now, now the people listening. They're not going to be able to do see you this. take bites or do you just put a Dude, whole snowball? You just put the mouth. whole damn thing in your mouth, put the whole ball in your mouth, God. Put it all in. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't picture Jake actually taking a bite at all. <laughs> no, if you take a bite, then all like the like the coconut flake type stuff, you want to get it all in there. You got you can't waste yeah. that stuff. Yeah, you don't want to get all that white stuff on your face. It's not white, it's pink. Oh, wow. Well, okay, mm. here's gotta, the thing. you gotta save the, the pink stuff. Can I continue the treat-based debate, though, and Wait, expand it, this a little bit? No. Sure. No. Because we've got Easter coming up. Yes. Peeps or no peeps? Mm-mm. No peeps. No peeps. Dude, peeps are gross. Wait a second. 
I can't. Why are they gross? I'm, I'm cool. They taste terrible. I'm down with peeps the day that you open it. If you open it and you oh, have yeah. one or two, they're good. If you leave the package open and they get the, that hard stale type, no, thank you. You got to eat. That's Jake's what you like, got to eat all of them right there. All six of yeah. them got to go. The whole right row away. has got to go right then Jake's, and there. Jake's requirement for his peeps are that they are fresh. fresh. I need fresh yeah. peeps. That's why you don't buy like the big packages because the big packages that's got like three rolls, you can't reseal them. Yep. Just buy the individual ones and then you're good to go. There. What about Cadbury cream eggs? Oh, so yeah. good. Mm. Ethan, I, I'm i about to Dude, fire I think you. Me and Jake like, have different types of flavors, here? man. <laughs> huh? here's, here's the thing. I hate coconut, so I would never eat a snowball. Okay, well, that's oh, almond joys. Snowballs. Almond joys, Fire. mounds. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. All disgusting. Almond joys are the best. Oh, my Terrible. gosh. What do you eat besides Ethan, donuts? Ethan eats like he eats, uh, what are the Werther's? He's a Werther's original. Dude. You are yeah. a Werther's guy, aren't you? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Those little, like, like little caramel like candies or whatever. Always yeah. those. You, you know, back in the day, those were probably a pretty good snack. Okay? Ethan looks like he's like a... I know he he's told me in the past he likes the, the donuts. I already know about the, the donut. I already know that that's a staple in Powdered his diet. Donatties. I'm not I really know a that. chocolate donutty guy, but I respect it, Mac. Don't take that offensively. Uh, <laughs> I do like some powered powdered donatties. Um, do you like the zingers? crunch ones? The crunch ones are good too. Crunch ones? Nah. You've never had the crunch ones? I'm They're kind of coconutty, aren't they? The glazed ones are it's, right. It's weird. It's not really like a coconut. It doesn't taste like coconut. It's almost like a um. You know, like the coffee cakes, they have like that yeah. like brown crumble on top. It feels like the donuts are mm-hmm. almost like coated. I think it's the same thing. I can tell you right now, every single person who's listening to this podcast is contemplating life choices and going to the gas station right now. Like oh, there's, yeah. there's no chance that you're listening to this conversation and you do not want one of these items, Ethan, but we still haven't even heard what your item is. Oh man. You it's know, a zinger. I, you like zingers? Do, I do like zingers. I but figured you, have to you like them, zingers. You have to eat them upside down. That is a that's a key because you want the frosting to hit your tongue first. I've It'll never change thought how they about taste. that. It'll change how they taste. Same thing with the Hostess cupcakes. Um, you gotta you gotta flip those babies upside down. You know what I'm talking about? They just look like yep. regular cupcakes. So they're like chocolate yep. on the top. They got. You know what a freaking cupcake looks like? Yeah, dude. I, I don't know, Kyle. You know, I'm just saying. I thought so, just talking uh, about doing Pilates like while you eat it or something. <laughs> you gotta stand <laughs> like on the, your head to eat. One yeah. I like the OG. Swiss rolls. Um, Swiss rolls are good. Not, yeah. not ho hos. The knockoff hostess version. I want an actual Swiss roll. Okay. They are not the same. Okay. Ho hos are way smaller and they're chocolate covered all the way around. <laughs> and they just don't, they're not as good. I'm sorry. They're not as good. <laughs> so you got to take one or uh-huh. leave one. Little Debbie or hostess. Dude, it's the Swiss rolls. So you're taking Swiss rolls. everything from that category. Oh, if, if I had to take everything from if category, we had to burn oh, dude, down all harder. of the plants of Hostess or Little Debbie, which plants are we burning down? Dude, I'm I'm probably going Little Debbie because I do love an oatmeal and cream pie too. So mm. with those two, I can get rid of the rest. Okay. I'll be sad about the Donetti's going though, because I'm pretty sure they're Hostess, but they're Hostess. Mm-hmm. Hostess yeah. got to stay. Hostess, hostess with the oh, most, baby. No, mm, no, I don't care if it's a mm. knockoff or not. Just give me whatever. Ho ho, ding dong, zing zang, walla walla, bang bang. I'll eat it all. Just add it all. Mac over there thinking about a honey bun right now, aren't you? <laughs> well, when you, when you said ho ho, I thought it was twin hookers or something. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mac over there Googling it, doesn't even know what the hell a ho ho is. Like, he said ho ho, and, and Mac's like just got like that tender pain going in his head. Yeah. He's like, wait, did my phone just go off? Yeah, yeah. Mac over there swiping right, swiping left as we're talking about ho hos. Hey. <laughs> Well, that was a very interesting debate there, Ethan, for you to be talking about in the gym all week long. So everybody's sitting there talking about the things that they probably shouldn't be eating. Yeah, no, the, the gym owner probably wasn't very thrilled about that. You're, you're not like old school Planet Fitness where you serve pizza at the door and stuff? Wait, what? Planet Fitness used to do that. I, th- I think it was Planet Fitness back yeah, in the it day. Was. They used to like served have, pizza at the door. Dude, they had pizza and donuts and all kinds of stuff. You'd walk in the gym and they'd have like a t- it would be like one day a week. And I just remember hearing about it. I never actually was there for it. But yeah, like they would serve pizza like one day a week to people. Seems so weird. Dude, it's a great like business model. Think about it. I Keep them had. fat. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming back. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I mean, they're blatant about it at least. Hey, keep eating the pizza and keep on coming back. Giving us our $10 a month. Right? Genius marketing. Cheap. What else you got, Ethan? Well, uh... You know, I don't really have that much else. Uh, that was pretty much the conversation that dominated my week. Um, I don't really have a, a lot of other things. Uh, you have nothing else. Like, that's all you have to bring to the table. Okay, so what's your, like, <laughs> go-to meal? Like, the one meal that you're like, that I've got the blues a little bit down, or I'm just, like, as hungry as heck, or whatever it is. What's the one meal that you're like, if I eat that, like we're having a great day. We're having a great week. Are you asking me specifically? I'm asking everybody, yeah, everybody, Ethan. Well, Jesus. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry. You can go ahead and start it though, Ethan. I will start it. Uh, I like cheeseburgers and French fries, man. That's like my comfort food. Are if we talking like, week, okay, now we've got like three categories here though. Are we talking like a homemade cheeseburger? Yes. Are we talking like a sit down restaurant? Like are yes. we going to the Applebee's or the Outback Steakhouse yes. and getting a burger? Or are we talking about like the drive-thru, like Mickey D's Burger King, flame broiled? No. So it's got to be like, you have standards for your hamburgers is what you're saying. Well, I make the best hamburgers myself. Actually, my grand my grandmother makes You the stick best your thumb hamburgers. in the middle of it? I don't know what you're talking about. a lot of places, but. Did you just start <laughs> sticking your thumb wherever you can? I'm telling you. I don't, mm. I don't, mm. can, no, I'm just good with the meat. Kyle's going to be here for the draft, and I'm totally putting my thumbs in his burger. (laughs) I'll eat it. It will not stop me. (laughs) Now, let me tell you, if you touch Max food, Uh two things are going to happen. One, he's not going to eat it. And two, he will look at you like he is about (laughs) to kill you. Trust me, I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've seen seen the most mild-mannered dude go zero to (laughs) I will up in a heartbeat if you touch his food. I mean, yes. that's some yeah. serious business right there. Well, that started a uh, quick little story, man. It started in kindergarten, man. That was my first fight. I never forget it. This dude touched my bologna sandwich, man. And I'll never uh, touch another man's bologna sandwich. I whipped his buttocks <laughs> in kindergarten. So that's where it all originated from. I just can't picture Mac as a kindergartner. I'm just picturing this like <laughs> full grown Mac right there. High school senior like, beats up kindergartner. Yeah. yeah. Max, like, I was six two. My bloody sandwich. <laughs> Mac, go there with a size twelve shoe in kindergarten. <laughs> Max's voice is already dropped. Yeah. He got a mustache already. <laughs> All right, Kyle. What about you? 
see, the reason I asked you guys is because this is a difficult one for me. Cause I don't know if I have like one where it's like, yeah, that's my go-to meal. Cause I'm just, I'm all over the place, man. I love it. I will say this. If I had to pick anything though, a delicious Cubano. Mm. I love Cuban food. It is absolutely amazing. Have you never had like a Cuban cigar? No. You know why? Because normally the places that sell Cuban sandwiches also sell hamburgers. So, oh my God, a good Cuban, like an authentic Cuban. I don't even know what that is. Like, what kind of meat is that? Well, Cuba's a country, Jake. I know that, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) It's got like a pork and a ham on it, like both of them. Oh my God, it's so good. And then pickles and mustard. Sometimes they come with jalapenos, depending on the place. You can ask for them or not get them. But the bread, like typically the bread is made in a specific way, like you would get from down in Cuba. Oh my God, it is so good. We used to have an authentic place here in town and they would actually fly ingredients up from Miami, which was the closest place that they could get the ingredients. They'd fly stuff up from Miami. Oh my God. And then they had these things called croquetas. So amazing. You could get like, they would either, they, they're deep fried. Think of like mm. a cheese stick, but on the inside, it's like a mixture of like, you could get chicken or pork. They have vegetables in it. And it's kind of all like mashed up together with cheese, breaded, deep fried. So good. And then tamales, a good pork tamale. Mm. Oh my God. I got to go change. I'll be back. in Okay. So Ethan likes hamburgers. Kyle likes this restaurant that smuggles things from Cuba. <laughs> what, and Mac, where are you going, Mac? Yo, I got to go with a ribeye, baby. Just a plain old ribeye. You feel me? Mac wanted to make, he's like, you know, forget all this peasant food. Just give me a big old fat steak. Big old steak. And you get I'm two happy. sides, Mac. What's coming with it? Um, Probably a loaded baked potato mm-hmm. and another loaded baked potato. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Mac says, I'll see your one potato and I'll raise you two potatoes. Two. <laughs> Sir, you already said loaded baked potato. Give me another. Um. Okay, let's go yeast rolls. Is that... That's a side, right? That's that kind of like, like yeah. so I'm much the, well, bread and starch. Oh, yeah. Well, it have you seen us? <laughs> <laughs> the, the bread and starch is like, you know, top of the food chain for us most of the time. See, okay. if I'm getting like a really, really good steak that I want to enjoy, like my sides, I want them to be a little bit lighter. I want them to be something that don't like fill me up as much because I want as much of that steak in my mouth as possible. The sides I can take home, throw in the fridge, heat them up later. It doesn't matter. That ribeye is not going to taste the same tomorrow. So I want that as much of that as I can possibly get. I'll do like coleslaw as a slide. I love coleslaw. Mm. You know, here's the thing, Kyle, is we can, anyone listening to this can tell that you're the skinniest member of the team because the rest (laughs) of us had not even considered about what type of food we're taking home. We clean our plates. We're big men. (laughs) Yes. I was like, wait, leftover? What? What do you mean? What is that? A to-go box? What is that? We're over here like he has to. He has to negotiate the meal to make sure he's got he he can eat the steak. We just eat it all. Kyle. <laughs> I also wish that everyone could watch this because the whole time anyone describes food, all the three big dudes on the team are all like, mm-hmm, just shaking our Dude, heads. We got serious like, smiles going yeah, on this whole talking, show. Keep talking to me. Mm, that's what I want to hear. Oh, yeah. Describe the baked potato. Describe the loaded. Oh, extra butter what are you doing with your fingers there can you stop that please that's freaking me out 
I'm just bring it, bring it all in. Okay. I want the bacon bits and I want all of it. So here's the thing you guys are talking about. I mean, I can't disagree with steaks, coleslaw. I'm going to disagree with there. Uh, hamburgers, <laughs> the Cuban food never had it, but it sounds amazing. I'm sure I would eat it, but I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go a different direction. You guys kind of, you took it to the top, but when you're talking about a meal that is just going to kind of just like put me at peace and like you say relax, Filibertos, I swear to God. <laughs> Trust me, Filiberto's was an option, I would say it. But I am, give me some homemade, homestyle macaroni and cheese. And I'm going to be relaxed like I'm back at home, eight years old again, with no, no stress, no worries. Now, that isn't exactly as, you know, sexy as the big hamburger that Ethan's making. It's not, like, you know, it's not as pricey as the steak that Mac's probably putting away. But, I mean, the homestyle mac and cheese, and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a cool, calm you know, 10 year old, once again, growing up in Arizona, I may get canceled for this. I don't like macaroni and cheese anymore. Ethan, you want to come here for the draft instead of Kyle? <laughs> I'll be there, man. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, I'll, I'll eat the mac and cheese, Jake. Perfect. You, you know, I don't I'll do know. It. I just, I haven't found a macaroni and cheese that is like, boom, in my mouth. I like anytime I eat it, it like, and I love cheese and I love pasta. But it's just like, I need a macaroni and cheese that sings to me. There is one fast food place. That's quote unquote fast food. I don't know if it's really fast food. It has a drive through So I guess technically it is. Have you ever had the macaroni and cheese at Boston Market? I haven't been to a Boston Market in years. Me neither. But they have Never the been. best mac and cheese hands down. Okay. So if, you, if, you, if you're ever driving and you're past one, like, I guess I should try some mac and cheese. Because that's the place to go. Add it to the bucket list, Kyle. Cross off White Castle, add oh. in Boston Market. No, I'm stopping at White Castle on the way. Wow. So now, now I'm uh, hungry. We've talked about Little Debbie, Hostess, meals, and now I'm, now I'm hungry. Should we, should we talk about a, a, minute, a couple minutes of football here, or do we, does anybody else have a, a topic that we want to talk about? Any, Mac, what do you want to talk about? Mac, hmm. Mac, I know you got something you want to talk about. I got one dislike on my video earlier about Najee Harris and Joe Mixon. I already know who it was. Mac, it was Mac. <laughs> son of a. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't me, but I, you know, that's, that's a topic we can get into now. You know what I mean? I feel well, like I mean, we've been there so many times. <laughs> For the last, I think it's the last two Mondays, isn't it? The first two weeks ago, you guys sat there and propped up Najee as the second coming. And then last week, y'all weren't here and me and Kyle just forced you. <laughs> we took it down. Yeah. Nobody was here to defend poor Najee. So we just, we, we elevated Mixon to the top, hmm. but that is something that like, I'm starting to see a lot. And we can kind of talk about this for a second because Ethan's here from a, from a doctor perspective. So I'm, we're starting to see some comments on YouTube and, and other social areas that people want to talk about like off season narratives that have been discussed for years, but there's little to no research that goes on with any of this. It's just, oh, I heard this opinion from somebody else and I'm going to run with it. So Joe Mixon's name is what came up as somebody who I, I'm going to avoid him because he's injury prone is one of the reasons why for Joe Mixon, because their bias is two years ago, I drafted Joe Mixon and he burdened me. So therefore he's injury prone instead of actually looking at it and seeing two of the last three years, he's played a full season. So I just don't understand when we look at these off season narratives, how can we go about ignoring some of the stuff that's just pushed out there to the masses that really 
holds no weight? Like, how do we how do we decipher between what is actual, you know, pertinent information and just a bunch of garbage out there? Because it's all over the place. Are you talking just purely from an injury perspective? I mean, just in just general. I mean, there's other narratives and stuff out there. Oh, this guy can't do this, or this guy can't. Injury prone is kind of just like the most common one yeah. that we've seen here lately. Well, um, I don't want to pat our team on the back, but uh, in last year's draft guide, I did say that Joe Mixon was one of my buys uh, for my injury section, injured players that you should be buying in redraft. Um, so I think my thing is with offseason content is what you're going to find right now is everyone's trying to most redraft quote unquote redraft analysts or people that focus primarily on redraft are kind of scrambling to just keep content flowing, not really putting out good content because there's not really anything to talk about. I mean, we just talked about food for half an hour. So clearly we're in that delicious food though. I mean, but that, but that food wasn't, I mean, that food debate wasn't, it was because we had, we here admit that like, Hey, you can't do a lot of actionable research and analysis this time of the year. Cause we haven't had the NFL draft left. Like lots of things are going to change, yep. but I would say that, you know, the, the biggest problem I see when it comes to players being injury prone or not injury prone is that like, that is just a blanket term that people that don't really understand injury risk use to say that a player has been hurt in the past. And we see that a lot with people that don't really want to take the time to learn what a player's injury history means for their injury risk in the future. They just see, well, I got burned on this last year and he he's, I know he has been hurt before. So he must be injury prone. And the thing is, is like, unless you've done the research and know all of the injuries that he's had, there's no way for you to make an assumption or a, a have a take on that player's ability to stay healthy. Like you can't even name half of the injuries in his injury history. So why should I care? So I think for injuries specifically, you should listen to people that actually study injuries the whole time, like myself. Um, there's some other other guys out there, but if you really want to know about this draft class, I mean, you can buy the injury guide. This is hundreds of pages on just injury history, and then you'll have an expert opinion on these types of topics. But I do think that some of it's just people want to stir up a debate because they don't really have any ability to make content right now because there's not really a whole lot happening uh, in a, in the NFL world uh, right now. Yeah, and I mean. I'll put you on the spot for a second, Mac. Are there any players in the NFL currently right now that have zero chance of getting injured in 2022? Uh, not really. No, I mean, it's the game of football, people. Like mm -hmm. Things are going to happen. And you can sit there and be like, oh, Mixon's missed some time in the past. Oh, Najee Harris is a, a little bit younger, like a year younger, I think, than even Joe Mixon. I mean, oh, he's going to get more touches and he's going to get all this work. Cool. But Najee Harris is just as capable of getting hurt this season as Joe Mixon is. I, I, there's no way to look at past years to an extent, Ethan. Anybody mm -hmm. can get hurt. I can see you over there looking like, eh, not so much. But you know hey. what I mean. At any On any play, a player can get injured at any position in the NFL. Correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ethan? Ethan, we've we've had this discussion before. The term that I like to use is not injury prone, injury profile. Because when I'm talking about a player, I like 
I don't want to say this player is injury prone, but I will say their injury profile doesn't look great because yes, I think we talk about past injuries and things of that nature, but I think we have to understand too, that not all injuries are the same. I mean, obviously you have those soft tissue injuries where you get worried about players and you're like, man, you know, is that hamstring always going to be a problem? Is that thigh always going to be a problem? You know, what are these things going to be something that's reoccurring or is it like, Oh, this dude, Keenan Allen, this is where it all started for me. When I started saying, let's use injury profile over injury prone, because people keep kept saying that Keenan Allen was injury prone. And I was like, Y'all got to stop it because the injuries that this guy has had with the shoulder injury and then the lung injury, like, or was it a kidney? Lacerated kidney, was it? I think he lacerated a kidney or maybe a spleen, one of the two. Yeah. So I'm like, y'all realize that those aren't injuries that just are common, right? Like how many people can you name that have had that type of an injury in the NFL? So people were like, well, I'm off Keenan Allen because the dude isn't, you know, the dude's injury prone. I'm like, he doesn't have the greatest injury profile like his like to start the start his career. It's been absolutely insanely bad. And then all of a sudden the dude just absolutely pops off and everybody loves Keenan Allen. When years ago, people wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole because they said he was too quote unquote injury prone. I agree with that hundred percent. Like I, I think that's just where people will see an injury, a missed time and just count the guy as injury prone instead of like Ethan said, actually diving into the type of injury and what does that mean down the road and everything else that goes along with it. There's just, there's too much laziness when I hear the word somebody's injury prone, in my opinion, you can't go through a fantasy football season or whatever, a draft season and and say that about a player. If you want to be successful, because if you, if you start labeling players, how you feel they should be labeled based off of personal opinion and bias and not so much factual information, you're setting yourself up to fail from the get-go. There's nobody that we cross off our draft sheets super early, except for guys in the past, like Ronald Jones. You know what I mean? Like we said, say no to Rojo forever, but when things change, we have to reevaluate. We don't just say, we're not doing something just because we don't like a guy. I I find it very easy. I think I can say this about at least two of the four of us in this room right now. We can, we can remove bias when it comes to talking about players. The Steelers fans cannot remove their bias. But that's only with their own team. Two of us, though, Kyle, I'm looking right at you. You, Me and Kyle can remove the bias. Ethan and Mac. Whoa, whoa. I'm appalled. Hey, man, first <laughs> off, Adam Scheffner over here in the freaking chat. Who the hell is Adam Scheffner? Scheffner. <laughs> Scheffner? 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 How do you say Scheffner? How do you sure. no, there's no N in it. What yeah. are you talking she- about? Scheffner? 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 We all say Scheffner oh, around man. here. I don't know. Scheffner? Have I always said it with an N? If, if you have, people probably looked at you funny. Man, I'm really struggling with that. Anyway, uh, but I, I you do sat think on this show two weeks ago and said you'd take Najee Harris over Joe Mixon. Dude, we're arguing about top five running backs. So like, oh, man. I ended up with Najee Harris and he was just the RB five and I could have had Joe Mixon who was the RB three. Like that's a dumb debate. Like it's not <laughs> like Najee was the RB 15 and I'm like, he's the guy you just wait and see. Like people did that with Miles Sanders for like three years. Okay. So 
Like at least Najee actually like proved that he could do it. You know, it's not a crazy argument to we're we're pulling hairs, man, on that. Like if you're pulling hairs, hairs, you need to do yourself a favor. Head over to manscaped.com, get yourself a lawnmower, use the promo code headliners at checkout, receive 20% off and free shipping. That was not a planned plug, but thank you for letting me segue that Ethan. Love it. I got you, man. Okay, good. I got you. Uh, I'm going to go off what Kyle said with injury profile. Uh, I get people get upset about the injury risk rating system because they think that I'm trying to predict injuries, even though it has uh, become very um, the, the science behind it has shown that it's pretty effective at indicating which players are the most likely to get hurt. We just know based on injury history, which players are the most likely to get hurt. So I kind of disagree with Jake when he says that, like, well, everybody could get hurt. Yeah, they could, but some dudes are more – they have more risk. Of course they do. Than other players. And so it's worth knowing if you're debating between two players and one player has a ton of risk and one player doesn't, it's worth knowing those types of things. That's kind of what my job here is, is to make sure that we know which players are the most risky, I guess. Um, which is another reason why you should buy our draft guide. This, but I think I think what Jake is saying is not necessarily like anyone's going to get hurt at any point in time. I think it's it's more along the lines of when you're talking about like in this case, Joe Mixon and Najee Harris. Someone legit, you know, commented on my video from today, the short that I posted. They won't draft Joe Nixon, Mixon. They'll draft Najee Harris instead because Mixon's too injury prone. So I think when you're looking at guys that maybe don't have that type of a track record with history, where it's like, yeah, these type of injuries, uh, predictability wise, are showing us it could continue. That's when you try to say, hey, this guy gets injured way too often. It's like, but both of them could get injured at any point in time. Like if you're talking about like Christian McCaffrey and Najee Harris, and then at that point you're like, well, Christian McCaffrey is way too injury prone. I get that because the last couple of years have been just riddled with injuries for this guy. And Harris stood up to a pretty large workload last year. So if your argument is wanting Harris over like a CMC because the last two years of injuries, you know, at that point, I'm not going to go back and say, well, anybody can get hurt at any point in time because I get what you're saying at that point. And for me, it's more along the lines of trying to make a narrative out of something that's not there. And then, yes, at that point, I'm like, dude, there's nothing there to show me that there's this big of an issue. So either of these guys could get hurt at any point in time. There's really no reason to use that as an excuse. So let's take that out and look at something else that may help further this debate towards which one is a better pick. Hit the nail on the head. Boom. Yeah, I, I see that you're trying to get me to say like, yes, you're totally right. Joe Mixon is the dude like I think they have similar upsides if I'm picking one or the other i'm still gonna go with Najee. uh i don't think that the argument about the injury risk um doesn't apply at all i mean there is some slightly more risk history shows uh, but i don't think that it's such it's not like mixon is a high injury risk player and Najee has never been hurt ever i mean they're they're they are close enough that i don't feel like it really matters one way or the other they're probably honestly if I did injury risk ratings on both of them right now, based on their injury history, they're probably both in the low category. Mixon's just in the hot, you know, like the higher end of the low category and Najee's in the lower end of the low category, but they're both low injury risk. That's why I have a range in the injury risk rating system, because you can be a low risk person, but still have more risk than somebody else. Um, 
but I, I don't think that it's like a, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's a great argument. One or the other at that point, you might as well just say, Hey, I prefer Najee Harris over Joe Mixon uh, for fantasy next year. Because I'm you will be fan. absolutely correct. <laughs> Cause I do. Absolutely. Well, Hey, it's just one of those things. And what I'm not trying to say that one is right and one is wrong. Cause obviously, like you said, they're both going to be top five guys. Probably. Oh, no, I am Joe Mixon's the right answer. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's <laughs> thank you for clarifying. That. All right. We're going to, we're going to do one more thing here real quick. And then we're going to get out of here. Cause we try to keep these Monday shows a little bit shorter, but I said last week we picked, I don't think Kyle was here. We talked about our, our fantasy love childs for redraft. And then I said this week we would do dynasty. So I have to make sure we include this real quick. So we're going to, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time. We can kind of go in depth on this later in different shows, but one player that you're actively trying to get in dynasty uh, at, at all, not, and I'm going to say not at all costs, but one guy that you, you just find yourself really wanting to go after. And it can be for whatever reason. And Ethan, you can go ahead and start us off since I know you did your homework. I did. Uh, mine's Jamar Chase. Uh, he's obviously probably one of the top three wide receivers in dynasty right now anyway, but I'm still going after him. I'm still trying to get him. I have him on quite a few of my dynasty teams, so I'm not super bummed out about making this my choice, but the dude is just at every level has proven that he is one of the three best wide receivers, um, of his age group and probably for the next 10 years, uh, he's tied to one of the his college quarterback who made him great in college. He's tied to him for at least the next five years, four or five years, probably even longer. And so um, I think I'm just going to keep, you know, pounding the table for Jamar Chase. I feel like he's one of the few wide receivers that is well within, you know, the first round of dynasty startups for me. Like if you take Jamar Chase in the first round, like I'm not going to be upset about it. I feel like that's a pretty solid pick. Um, the only thing is like, if he didn't have Joe Burrow, I probably could see a debate with him and Justin Jefferson because they're both pretty much the same age. They both have done amazing things in their, you know, beginning of their NFL careers. But for me, the, the stability at quarterback, um, just gives chase just a little bit of an edge. So that's who I would go with. All right, Mac, you're up. Who's your guy? Uh, man, it's going to be Antonio Gibson. Um, eventually, Mac all aboard that train. Rivers, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on that train, baby. Um, I think you know Carson Wentz. You know, a lot of people are kind of down on him. I'm not uh, necessarily, you know, on that side of it. You know what I mean? I think he's a very capable quarterback. Um, you know, he can keep the defense honest more so than what Heineke did. Um, and he will target Antonio Gibson, you know, out of the backfield. And of course, Antonio Gibson being a former um, wide receiver can run the route tree. You know what I mean? And I think this is the year that Riverboat Ron finally takes the reins off of Antonio and just lets him ball out. So I'm all on an Antonio Gibson train. I thought for sure you were going to say Michael Carter. Well, yeah, he's another one. <laughs> I, I have been touting him on Twitter. I've, I've, I have seen I have yes. seen. All right, Kyle, <laughs> who, who's your one dynasty guy? I was going to say Chase or Jefferson. Okay. Well, that keeps it easy. Well, you can, you can, you can have Jefferson then. Okay. Well, if he's got, I'm going to take a different stance because you guys are picking all these high for, you know, first couple round guys. I'm going to look at somebody who I can probably get for cheaper right now. And I can add to my roster to improve my roster without having to sell the farm to get him. Everybody knows I'm all about that running back life. Uh, 
I'm, I'm trying to go after Damian Harris. And that may sound a little bit crazy, but I don't think Damian Harris gets a lot of respect. And Damian Harris is somebody who had, what, 13-some touchdowns last year? I don't know what it was. Double-digit touchdowns, 15 touchdowns last year. And what did they add in, in New England, right? They added Devontae Parker. We know about Ramondre Stevenson. James White is back, but I'm not overly concerned about that. Mac Jones is somebody who's going to have to rely on a running game, and Damian Harris is going to be the guy that gets the bulk of the touches. A lot of people want to look at Ramondre. They coexisted just fine last year, and they don't have the passing weapons this year to all of a sudden turn back into what Tom Brady had. So Damian Harris, I think, is a guy that I can add for cheap, add depth to my roster, and just give me another weapon that I'm potentially maybe not reliant upon weekly, but gives me that opportunity where if one of the big guys that I have goes down, I could throw him in there and not be too stressed out about it. When I said Damian Harris, Ethan kind of went, Ugh. no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm pro Damian Harris. I just running backs have such a short shelf life uh, for. I can never get enough. It's like an unhealthy obsession. Well, I mean, if I that's the case, like... I'm grabbing Chubb right now because Kareem Hunt could be gone really in the next year or two. And then are you talking about football or both, both grabbing as much chub as I can possibly get my hands on. Perfect. All right. Well, I told everybody last week we would do that. I had to make sure I throw that in this episode, but we're going to go ahead and get out of here for the day. I appreciate the guys taking some time to hop on here with me once again for our Monday show. Do us a favor. If you have not already, if we didn't scare you off talking about little Debbie and hostess cakes, make sure you hit that five-star review. Leave us a comment. It's helping us grow this audio podcast. We greatly appreciate that support. Do us a favor. Make sure you check out the show there on Wednesday, but for Ethan, Kyle, Mac, and myself, Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you later.